right, welcome in. Happy Red Friday. Farzi Vasugin here with you for another episode of Farzcast, also streaming live on the Facebook page. Welcome in. Hope you're all doing well. The NFL playoffs are here, and that is what this podcast will be all about. A little of, uh, little uh, talk about some other things, football as well. The All-Pro team came out, and I think that helped really indicate the MVP for this year. So we're going to touch on that a little bit as well uh, at some point in this podcast. And I know some people will have some questions in the live stream. I see a lot of you guys are starting to come into the live stream. I appreciate that. Welcome in. Hope you guys are all doing well. If you guys don't mind on the live stream on Facebook, please give this video a like or any kind of a reaction uh, to the live stream and also share the live stream as well on your news feeds. Uh, for those of you on the podcast version, uh, make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Farzin You'll get a notification whenever we do go live. You can also follow me on Twitter at Farzin21. Also on Instagram at Farzin And Twitter and Instagram, we have the giveaway going on right now for the Patrick Mahomes jersey giveaway. So if you haven't already, go over to Instagram and or Twitter. You can enter on both, but only one time. And do what you got to do. The instructions are on there very clear as to what you need to do to enter for an opportunity to win a Patrick Mahomes jersey. The winner will pick the size and the colors. So if you want one for yourself, you pick the size, you pick the color. Maybe you already have a red Mahomes jersey. You want a white one this time. You have that opportunity. So if you guys have it, make sure you guys go and enter for a chance to win. All right, I see a lot of you guys are here on the Facebook page. How are you guys all doing? What are your guys' thoughts for Wild Card Weekend? Let me know if you guys have any questions, comments. Uh, this is uh, this is a back and forth podcast. We're not going to do any video calls on this. I see a couple of people already um, already hitting the uh, video call button. I always forget to turn that off before, but. We're not going to do any video chats uh, on this one so uh, because it's not connected directly to the podcast, so no one's going to be able to hear. Uh, but I do want to read your guys' comments. If you guys have any questions, make sure you guys post them below at, on the live stream, and I'll check those out in just a moment. Before we get into the playoffs for this weekend, and we got uh, six games. A lot of them should be good. A couple of them expected to be blowouts. Uh, we'll see... Um, We'll see what's going to happen there. But I will say this. I wanted to touch on the All-Pro team because that list came out. And the reason I'm making a, a big deal about this today, or tonight rather, I should say, is because there are a lot of people who are convinced that Patrick Mahomes is not the MVP. Even though the regular season's over. And keep in mind... Uh, Whatever award you we're going to see, Coach of the Year, Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year, all those awards are all based on regular season results. So the 50 AP voters, they vote on that this week. I believe they did today or yesterday. The voting's over with, okay? So we're going to know soon, officially, in a couple of weeks, it's the Wednesday before the Super Bowl, uh, who's going to win what? But I think today we got some pretty damn good confirmation that Patrick Mahomes will win the MVP. How do I know that? How do, why am I saying that? Because the 50 AP voters that vote on the All-Pro team, uh, they're, they're the same ones who vote for MVP, who vote for Coach of the Year. Patrick Mahomes got 49 of the 50 votes for the All-Pro team. The only uh, person who did not vote... Uh, uh, but I don't, I don't know who didn't vote for Mahomes. I see some people putting the name out there. I don't know who that is. Um, but that person voted for Jalen Hurts. So at the end of the day, 49 of the 50 AP voters who voted for Patrick Mahomes for the All-Pro team, the same 50 voters who are going to vote for the MVP award, again, 49 of the 50 voters Pick Patrick Mahomes. The question is no longer, is Patrick Mahomes the MVP? The question, the better question is, is he going to win it unanimously or is it going to be uh, a couple yards short? I Listen, it's hard to win these things unanimously. Here's the thing. 
as fans, do we remember in 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years that somebody won the award unanimously? I can't speak for every fan, but I sure as hell won't, won't remember that. Uh, I'm just going to remember that Patrick Mahomes won the MVP his first year as a starter, and then again in his fifth year as a starter. That's what I'm going to remember. Hopefully many more after that. So at this point, though, the reason I'm making a big deal about this, there are so many people out there, so many Bills fans who, uh, who, who are trying to make a case for Josh Allen. And listen, I get it. I'm not expecting Bills fans to love the Chiefs and Mahomes, but come on. Mahomes leads the NFL in passing yards, passing touchdowns, completions of 25 yards or more, and has the best QB rating of any quarterback out there. And the gap between one and two in all four of those categories, not even close. And as a matter of fact, the number... So I mentioned those four categories. The number two in all of those categories are all different quarterbacks. So it's not like there's one quarterback that is so close to Mahomes in all of those categories. No one's close to Mahomes, for that matter. Nobody. But again, it's like, okay, well, number two in passing touchdowns. And I don't have in front of me who's number two in yards, touchdowns, all that stuff. But again, it's a different quarterback for each of those four categories I mentioned. The fact that there are people out there. Here's what I will say. There are a lot of people out there after the three and four start. Do you guys remember the three and four start last year when Patrick Mahomes led the NFL in interceptions? It was his first time having a record below 500. And so a lot of people had a lot to say. Every, I shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people out there wrote off the Chiefs. Oh, Patrick Mahomes is not as good as he is. He's overrated. He's been figured out. And listen, I know last year did not end the way a lot of people would have liked for it to have ended. But I don't think anyone expected the Chiefs to have ended the season hosting, hosting the AFC Championship game after that 3-4 and four start. Patrick Mahomes is your MVP this year. The only question is... Is he going to win it unanimously? The reason I bring up the three and four start is because there are a lot of people last year that pretty much wrote off the Chiefs, specifically Mahomes, and again wrote off the Chiefs and Mahomes this past offseason because he lost Tyreek Hill. Well, now these people don't even know what to say. People are scrambling on Twitter trying to uh, bring up passing yards and rushing yards to try to... Make it seem like Josh Allen's the better player. Spoiler alert, Mahomes broke the record for um, for total yards by a quarterback in a season. And I know everyone's going to say, oh, well, he had a 17th game. Folks, we used to have 14 games in a season. All the players that broke the records during a 16-game season uh, broke all the records that were held in a 14-game season. And you, look... I know there's some conversation about an 18th game. Listen, there's no way the NFL is going to keep a 17-game format. We're going to go to 18 games. We're going to cut a preseason game. We're going to have uh, nine home games and nine away games for every team. Obviously, uh, a few teams here and there will have a neutral site game for uh, the international series. But here's my point, because a lot of people are mentioning how, you know, Mahomes was about to break. He was close to breaking Peyton Manning's passing yards record for a single season, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, he he has a 17th game, folks. We're going to get 18 games. It's not a matter of if; it's more of when." And I think it's going to be sooner than later. But we're, once that 18th game is added on, we're going to see a shit ton of records get broken. So. uh Listen, I do think the NFL should create some sort of a subcategory for records that were break it, bro broken Excuse me, during a 14-game uh, season, 16-game, 17-game, 18, so on, uh, but they don't. Uh, no one ever said anything when all the players during the 16-game era broke whatever records were previously held before the 16-game format. Uh, I'm going to read some of you guys' comments, uh, but anyway, my whole point here is, I don't know what it is with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I don't know if people, you know, I know there's, there are opinions out there about his family. Are people, you know, just trying that hard to hate on him because of his family, because of his team? I see a lot of people say this, oh, well, he has uh, weapons 
around him. Folks, the only all-pro player he has on his team is Travis Kelsey. Now, don't get me wrong. I like Juju a lot. I like Jarek McKinnon a lot. Uh, I think Jarek McKinnon might have been an all-pro if he played uh, the amount of snaps he's been playing all year long. Uh, I like MVS as well. Um, but again, he only has one all-pro, uh, first-team all-pro, that is. Uh, obviously, he's got a couple of offensive linemen as well because Joe Tooney and Creed Humphrey made second-team all-pro. Uh, but, but again, my, I think you guys get the idea. Everyone is trying to diminish Mahomes for whatever reason here. Like, this is at this point, it's kind of flattering. If you are having to fight this hard to debunk whatever record or accomplishment Mahomes has. I honestly, I think it's because a lot of people are mad that they're wrong about last year when they wrote him off after the three and four start. And again, this past off season when they wrote him off after he lost Tyree kill. Cause what, what were some people saying? Cause there were some people out there that were saying, Oh, Mahomes is not that good. He has Travis Kelsey and Tyree kill. Oh, well he lost Tyree kill now. So he he's not going to have the season that he's had in years past. He ended up having a better season. Okay, maybe it was not 20, what year was it, 2018 with the 50 touchdowns. By the way, not a lot of people talk about this. Patrick Mahomes has two offensive tackles who are numbers one and two in quarterback pressures allowed. And he still thrived and dominated this year. This guy's your MVP. I don't know what case you could truly make in favor of anyone else when Mahomes, again, a guy who a lot of people thought was going to regress heavily after losing Tyreek Hill, led the NFL by a wide margin in four major categories. Tyler says, I think the Jags upset the Chargers. I'll get into those picks later. Uh, Derek says, pissed off about the overtime rule change. Man, I've never been a fan of, you know, okay, this whole thing of like, Okay, you kicked a field goal, and now the other team has a chance. Because what were people saying before? They don't want to see field goals in overtime. They want to see touchdowns. Okay, well, the NFL made that rule change, and now people are pissed because, um, you know, both teams need a chance now. Folks, try, I know the for those who don't know, the playoff rule, the playoff overtime rules are different. So if the team, the team that gets the ball first scores a touchdown, the other team gets a chance now. And this is all because of the whole drama last year between the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah, Derek says the Bills can't win an overtime. Why does it even matter at this point? Like, why do the Bills care? Um, they're the ones that were crying for this. Um, here's my thing. The Chiefs, after losing the AFC Championship game to the Patriots, they were basically basically complaining like the Bills were. And listen... I was one of those people criticizing the Chiefs. I, I I was one of the very few Chiefs fans that said, this is not why you lost. You did not lose because of the coin toss in overtime. You lost because you had your defensive end who was offsides. Your defense was allowing 13 of 19 third down conversions. In overtime, the Chiefs allowed three third down conversions, all third and long conversions. Uh, they were scoreless in the first half. Like There are so many other reasons as to why the Chiefs Lost that game, not because of overtime. He, listen, folks, I like sudden death. I loved sudden death the way it was. Um, To me, you know, when, when people say, oh, we didn't get the ball in overtime. Okay, but you had 60 minutes of game time to prevent overtime. If you don't like it, tough shit, man. Like, that's just the way it works. Um. I do think it's funny, though, that when the Chiefs were complaining about the overtime rules, a lot of people criticized the Chiefs, including me. And then when the Chiefs benefit from this, they benefited from this twice last year. The overtime game in L.A., the, 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 the Travis Kelsey game, if you guys recall that, where he just went off on the Chargers. Um, they benefited from that, from the overtime rules. And then again in the... In the um, Playoff game against the Bills. You know what's so sad is the the way the game ended in overtime against the Bengals. When the Chiefs won the coin toss, I was like, here we go. We're going to get this for a whole other week. But no, unfortunately, that is not what happened. Um, seriously, though, like in an alternate universe, could you imagine that? 
Could you imagine all the people that would have been bitching and moaning if the Chiefs did win that overtime game against the Bengals? Dude, we would have had to deal with that for two weeks because that would have been before the uh, Super Bowl. But again, like I said, that's going to be in an alternate universe, not in this one. Uh, yeah, I agree, Tyler. The overtime rule change is crazy. Kurt says Patrick Mahomes is this season's MVP. He will also be the Super Bowl MVP. F the Bengals, Bills, all the haters. Yeah. Uh, listen, I, I just don't get the hate. Um, I mean, if you think Patrick Mahomes thrives because of the system he's at, fine, whatever. If you don't like the guy because you don't like his family, fine, whatever. Don't take credit away from what he's accomplished, especially when all those haters said he was going to regress. I think a lot of people are just mad because they're wrong on this. Yeah, it's not close, Derek. Kara says, so glad about the overtime rules. Yeah, some people are happy about it. Esther says, Patrick Rose is the MVP. Derek says, no one's close. Sean says, your area saying that because he is the MVP. Oh, you are saying that because, okay, okay, gotcha. I was about to say, what area? Christina says, I freaking love you, dude. Thank you, Christina. I love myself, too. I love Mahomes more, she said. Oh, well, I trust me. I, I would rather, I think you guys uh, would be less disappointed loving Mahomes instead of me. But thank you, Christina. I appreciate it. Thanks, Roger. Not close at all, Derek says. Uh, let's see. Suzanne says, Pat's the MVP. We are so lucky to have him. Casey, both on and off the field. Yeah, and, and listen, look, I, I, don't get me wrong. Like, everything Patrick's doing off the field is great. I think he thrives a little bit more with his charity and all that because of who he is. Listen, Alex Smith was doing the same things here in Kansas City. Uh, Trent Green was doing the same things uh, here in Kansas City. Brody Croyle, uh, Damon, they were all doing charity work in the community. It's just when you are a superstar like Patrick Mahomes, um, his charity just thrives more because of who he is. A lot of people were talking about DeMar Hamlin. And how his charity started getting millions of dollars in donations for the toy drive. A lot of people were saying, well, why weren't people donating to his charity before? The reality is, the guy's not a superstar in the NFL. Um, unfortunately, his uh, GoFundMe blew up because of what happened to him on that Monday Night Football game. And it sucks that it happened. Listen, um, I, I think what happened was great. During that moment, like like while he's on the field and on his way to the hospital, people were donating to his charity and it just blew up like that. But the reality is, um, you know, the bigger names like the uh, the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allens, Joe Burrows, Tom Brady's of the world, those guys just happen to um, get more with their charity because of who they are. Um, but it is great to see him, uh, you know, and he won that charity challenge, which, by the way, I, a couple of people were upset. They're like, oh, you're misleading. But I'm saying the same things as everyone else. It is specifically a charity challenge. Derek says give him a part participation award. Yeah, that's what a lot of people want these days. We should be hosting this one. Uh, oh, the AFC Championship game. Yeah, listen, here's my thing. Um, I hate that it happened, but I'm also glad. Here's why. Because there are a lot of people out there that are saying, oh, the Chiefs are benefiting from the from this. Patrick Mahomes is the golden child of the NFL. At this point, it's like, look, if it is going to be Chiefs-Bills in uh, Atlanta, and if the Chiefs win, Buffalo Bills fans, like, what's the next excuse? We were making fun of Raiders fans all year long because... First they said that the team was their team was going to dominate the Chiefs. Then they said that oh it's the refs causing us to lose. Then there, it's the defense. Then it's Goodell hates the, the Raiders. It's like what excuse are you coming up with each time? Like when the Chiefs beat the Bills in Atlanta, if it is going to be those two teams, I don't think it will. But if that does happen, what's the excuse going to be from Bills fans when the Chiefs beat the Bills in the playoffs again for a third time? What's the excuse going to be? Because this time it's going to be at a neutral site. So you can't accuse the Chiefs of getting help from the NFL this time. It's crazy. They see they, uh, Elaine says that they said the Chiefs would finish fourth in their division and wouldn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I, I posted that uh, earlier today, Elaine. Uh, by the way, can we congratulate the LA Chargers? What am I congratulating them on? They won the AFC West for a seventh consecutive offseason. Right? 
I mean, that's got to count for something. I, I'm sure they've got like a banner of like off-season division titles. And, then, and it's like 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, all the way to now. Yeah. Listen, people are allowed, allowed to have whatever predictions they want. If you're just going with the flow, going with the Vegas odds and all that, then, then it's boring. But it, it's like, I understand some people do have to, you know, pick some upsets in these preseason uh, division pre, uh, predictions. But at this point, it's like, why are the Chargers constantly getting awarded the division before uh, each year? I don't know. Derek says Jefferson broke Moss's record. Uh, don't make him better. Oh, because of the 17 games. What record did Jefferson break, Derek, if you're still uh, on the live stream watching? I'm guessing that's a franchise record of some sort. Teresa says a lot of sports media have egg on their faces. I suppose, yeah. Still had like 47 touchdowns. Uh, I think we're talking about Mahomes' total touchdowns. I think so, yeah. Patrick is a real deal, almost too good to be true. They're always skeptics. Yeah, and listen, me personally, like I was never one of those people that thought the NFL was out to help the Patriots. I do think it's a little weird. Brady gets a lot of these weird calls in his favor 99.9% of the time. Um, but if the NFL really loved the Patriots during the time Brady was in uh, New England, don't you think they would have given like a softer punishment for Deflategate? I mean, Patriot, the Patriots organization and their fans were really upset about um, about that punishment. Like, do you really think the NFL... It, people said this last year about um, the Chiefs losing to Cincinnati in the playoffs. Chiefs fans were like, oh, the NFL's out to help the Bengals. Really? The NFL is going to help since a fucking natty of all teams? Um, Listen, there are a lot of Chiefs fans who feel like they play the whole us against the world card, which I hate, by the way. I never do that. Um, yeah, there are a lot of other fan bases that think the NFL is out to help the Chiefs. It, it, it's weird. Fandoms are so weird. Um, again, Chiefs fans feel like the refs are always against them. Meanwhile, other fan bases think the refs are always out to help the Chiefs. D says they want to see him fail and it's not happening. They're mad. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because think of like the amount of years the Chiefs have waited for a quarterback. Because they've had opportunities to draft a quarterback. But um, they passed, uh, and they missed on, on certain ones. And then they wait at the right time. They trade up to get the right one. And I think a lot of people are mad about the whole thing. And listen, I don't think Bills fans are losing too much sleep. I mean, they got Josh Allen eventually. But look, who has more success right now? Allen or Mahomes? Come on. Let's not. I know some Bills fans are going to say, oh, it's Allen. He has this many yards and this and that. Okay. Who, who has more rings? Who's been to more Super Bowls? Who's been to more AFC Championship games? Come on. According to Bills fans, beating Mahomes one time makes Josh Allen the MVP. I got a comment. I think it was on my TikTok. A Ravens fan said that the Ravens own Mahomes. It's like, yes. A 1-3 record against Mahomes means you own Mahomes. Yes. I've yet to figure that one out. Guys like Skip Bayless said Hurts should be the MVP because of intangibles because he can't touch Mahomes and Seth. Listen, Jalen Hurts had a great... Listen, um, when it comes to MVP voting, the people who are numbers two and three uh, for like the betting odds, they're obviously having great seasons. It's just there's someone better. When it comes to the Hall of Fame voting, they, there can only be, what, seven people that get in? Whoever was number eight or number nine, they're just as good too. It's just there happen to be seven guys in front of them. I don't know how many people here are UFC fans, but think of this. Because in UFC and in combat sports in general, there are a lot of great top-tier fighters. It's just some of those top-tier fighters never get a championship because there's always someone better. And a lot of those guys go their entire careers not winning a championship because there's always someone who was top-notch at the top of their game, played an A-plus level fight every single time. Look at John Jones, and I know there's a lot of controversy around John Jones. Man, that guy, uh, he probably prevented a lot of light heavyweights from 
ever holding a championship because he was at the top of his game all the time. He never lost a fight. Technically, he lost one fight by disqualification, but he's never been beaten by anybody. So, you know, there are a lot of fighters out there that don't get a chance to win a championship because of that. Um, so my, my whole point in, in regards to this comparison is that, listen, Jalen Hurts, yeah, he did have a good season. It's just Mahomes had a better season. A lot of people are using interception totals. Yes, Jalen Hurts, when you compare him to Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts is better when it comes to turnovers. But Patrick Mahomes is way better when it comes to passing yards, passing touchdowns, and completions of 25 yards or more. And by the way, look, I know Jalen Hurts missed two games, and Eagles fans are trying so hard to use that as like leverage for Hurts, trying to like make a case for him. Uh, first of all, in that Cowboys game, the Eagles were up by 10 in the second half. They did not lose that game because they did not have Jalen Hurts. Not at all. Uh, second of all, you can't miss games, plural, games, late in the, in the season and expect to win MVP. It just does not happen. It really doesn't. Skip is a bum. Uncle set him straight. Yeah, man. I don't I don't watch that show. I don't even know why anyone would watch that show. I just see clips of it occasionally. I did see that clip of um, Shannon Sharp lashing out at Skip Bayless because of that tweet about DeMar Hamlin. And I know they've had some weird things lately when uh, Shannon took off the glasses and Skip, the way he was talking to him. Man, that show is so fucking stupid. I'm sorry. It just is. Any of those like debate talk shows with like Stephen A. First, listen, I don't know the names of all these shows. I really don't. Um, and listen, I like Nick Wright and his love for Casey and all, because um, we've never had a guy on the national stage, um, and I'm excluding former players, but we never had a guy on the national stage who's just a commentator uh, give the Chiefs love the way Nick Wright has, but. Those shows are so dumb. They're just throwing their hands up in the air, trying to yell over the other person as if, you know, if your voice is louder than your right or some shit. Like, who wa- who watches those shows? Seriously. Because me personally, I'm either getting ready for work or I'm at work already uh, when those shows are on. I don't know, like, who's a, what's what's the target audience for a show like that? Skip has never liked Mahomes. Uh, Skip claimed, I think he was back at ESPN at the time. I can't remember. Skip claimed that his agent was trying to get Patrick Mahomes as a guest on uh, Skip's show, whatever show he was on at the time after the Super Bowl win, because Patrick's agent wanted uh, Patrick to kind of confront Skip Bayless. And Skip was like, oh, I thought that was unprofessional of him to try to do. Why? You don't like being called out for your opinions. One of my favorite um, sports clips out there is um, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks. Um, His name escapes my mind right now. I'm a big fan of the guy, too, and I cannot remember his name. Um, Owner of the Mavs. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban went on. This was after um, the Mavs beat the Cavaliers. And the comments that Skip Bayless had all week long about LeBron and about the Cavs, Mark Cuban just completely called out Skip Bayless for it. And I loved it. And I wish more athletes and coaches, or in this case, an owner, would do that kind of thing to media guys. Um, but so many people just, so many of these players just don't even want to cross that path. They They like to go on Twitter to call them out, but never like in person. They never want to be on their show, which I get it. You don't want to give them ratings and whatnot because some of your fans that don't watch the show might watch it suddenly for one day. Um, But listen, I don't think ESPN and Fox Sports ever brag about a ratings jump because of a guest. Um, In fact, most of the people end up watching those clips online, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, Did they change the overtime rule? No, they they didn't change it recently. They changed it in the offseason. So in the playoffs, if if the team that gets the ball first scores a touchdown, the team that has the ball second, essentially what I just said, they will get the ball second. They will at least have a chance. 
Uh, love free football in overtime. Uh, I do too. When it's sudden death, I think that's the only way it should be. I hate the whole like field goal. Oh, okay. Or, or do we get touchdown? Yeah, I don't know. One Eagles fan voted for Hertz. LOL. Was I don't know. He I, he might have a connection to Philadelphia. Who knows? Yeah, Jessica. He did lose Hill and got better. And I think people are mad about it. David says San Francisco KC rematch. Watch out for that little kid at quarterback Purdy. Yeah, he's um he's he's been a nice story the past couple of weeks. D says, I'm calling the police on you for that pickle pizza. Okay, funny story. That pizza, and I swear I'm not kidding. Actually, I have a funny story to tell you. That pizza is called the dildo pizza. D-I-L-L space D-O-U-G-H. So, don't get any wrong ideas. But anyway, um, somebody uh, tagged guys. Uh, guys. By the way, that place is Guy's Deli at Westport. Uh, so, you got to go to Kelly's, and they have the deli inside. Um, trust me, I thought the same thing, D. I was like, a pickle pizza, really? Um, it's good. I've had it a couple times, actually. Um, in fact, they have a 12-inch and an 18-inch. Uh, I'm going to get an 18-inch dildo, and I'm going to get it one day and just have it all for myself for, like, a special occasion. Super Bowl, whatever, what have you. Anyway, when I'm ordering the, uh, the lunch, the, the, the pizza, my brother and I went there, and I... So the, 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 there's a woman there, and it's kind of awkward, too, because of the name. So I'm just like, yeah, I'll uh, get a 12-inch of the dill pickle pizza. And she goes, oh, the, you mean the dildo? And she just, like, laughed at me and was like, you don't want to say the name, do you? I'm like, listen, my mom taught me, you got you to gotta behave in front of a lady, all right? So, so, yeah, they call it the dildo pizza. Trust me, though, D, it's fucking good. Go try it if you haven't before. Chris says, I hated Peyton Manning because the Colts would always beat us in the playoffs, but I give credit where credit is due. And I got to click see more. He was a damn good quarterback. Yeah, he was for sure. I mean, the Colts were always like the standard too. I know the Patriots won more championships, but a lot of people favored the Colts each time it felt like to win it all. Joshua says MVP without a thousand yard receiver. Yeah, I think Juju was very close, but man, um, People are like, oh, Patrick has all these weapons. Well, he didn't have a thousand yard wide receiver, yet people still play that card. I, I don't get it. Uh, David agrees with me. Play better in the 60 minutes you have. Yeah. I mean, I've never complained about sudden death, whether my team wins or loses. Unfortunately, it takes a traumatic event to get more charity donations. Yeah, okay, so I'm, I'm catching up on the comments. Man, you guys are killing it in the comments. Uh, we still have yet to get to our uh, playoff preview, which I'm going to try to get through these soon. Kelsey had over 1,300 yards. Yeah, but we're talking wide receivers, though, Doug. And I know some people out there who are, again, haters, who are like, oh, Kelsey's a tight end playing receiver. Okay, whatever. Bolting out a Pro Bowl snub. I mean, he broke Derek Johnson tackle record. It's really hard to determine which defensive players go in. Like, there are some good defensive players that are good at, like, coverage schemes but don't have the stats to shine. I mean, tackles are great and all, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I guess that just got lost when people voted for the Pro Bowl. There are Pro Bowl subs every year. I'm sure Bolton will get his time. Listen, there, there have been a couple times when Derek Johnson should have gotten to the Pro Bowl and he didn't. Um, there are a lot of players. You Remember Sean Smith? He played for Kansas City for a couple of years, really tall cornerback. That guy had one of the best coverage grades from Pro Football Focus in a long time and didn't get a Pro Bowl nod, nor an All-Pro nod. So that happens. Pretty sure the franchise most yards was in a C. Oh, okay. For uh, Jefferson. Rose O'Toole, then I don't mean that in a good way, David says. I don't think that is, – is, is that comment ever meant in a good way, David? I don't think it is. CEH was a waste. Too bad he's not worth anything. Um, Joshua says CEH is unfortunately bust. I don't agree that he's not worth anything, but I do agree with Joshua's comments. He is a bust. Uh, look, he. I think he's good. Like he is just good. Uh, just a little above average. The problem is he availability is an issue, and he does not live up to his status as a first round. Draft pick. He just doesn't. I don't care if he was picking 32nd or 1st. Um, a first-round pick is a first-round pick. So, uh, it's weird. When someone gets taken 32nd or, or 31st, 
people say, oh, it's, it's almost like getting a second-round pick. But when someone gets taken 33rd or 34th, people say, oh, it's almost like having a first-round pick. Um, listen, with what Isaiah Pacheco is doing and what Jarek McKinnon is doing, he just won AFC Offensive Player of the Month, and good on him. A backup who's worked his ass off last year, late last year and in the playoffs, and again now recently – Dude, uh, I I'd love. I said this in the offseason. I'd love to see a one-two punch with McKinnon and Pacheco. And we're getting that right now. And it's working really well. The Chiefs are running the ball a little bit more. Uh, last game they didn't. Uh, probably because they're saving them more for the playoffs. We'll see. But, man, uh, I, I, moving forward, I want to have a, a Chiefs offense where it is Pacheco and McKinnon. Handling the running back duties. You've got to. I think that's got to be like priority number one is re-sign Jarek McKinnon. If they feel the need to extend Chris Jones, maybe. I don't think that should be priority number one or two, nor two. Um, I mean, is Chris Jones going to hold out? He got a massive contract. I don't see why he would. He might, uh, he might demand uh, a new contract because he just had a better season than Aaron Donald. Uh, but that would be tough for the Chiefs to handle. The Chiefs do have a lot of money going into the offseason. That's for sure. But uh, priority number one, in my opinion, re-sign Jarek McKinnon. Number two is re-sign uh, Juju Smith-Schuster and get two new offensive tackles. Sorry, Orlando Brown Jr. doesn't cut it for me. Nor does Andrew Wiley. I'll take Ronald Jones over CEH, but he didn't get a chance. Yeah, listen, I think Ronald Jones, he was just part of a running back group where there's a lot of great depth, and he just happened to be the odd man out in a lot of games. Out of Brown, Thornhill, Hardman, Juju, Frank Clark, who do you think the Chiefs will not sign? I really hope it's Orlando Brown who they don't sign. Thornhill, he's been kind of up and down. Man, I'd be really bummed out if Hardman left. A lot of people have been really critical of Hardman for a long time, but when he missed those games this year because of his ab injury, dude, a lot of people turned the corner on Hardman. Like, he didn't even have to do anything, and the same people who criticized him suddenly miss him a lot. I think Hardman's injury and absence proved his value. Like, he had to get hurt and miss games for his value to go up. Uh, Frank Clark, man, I I like the guy. I get I get mixed opinions. You know, should the Chiefs bring him back or not? It, 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 it can't be for a big contract. It just can't. And I think Frank Clark has to even understand that. Uh, Hardman, Juju, gotta keep those guys. You've got to hundred percent out of the guys you mentioned. Uh, Mark Dana needs to start over Frank Clark. Frank Clark hasn't lived up to that contract. Yeah, they've restructured it twice though, if I recall correctly. Um, but I know you can like make more dep- even if you restructure, depending on the postseason run you have. Uh, can we get Tony Pollard? Robert's asking. I don't know. Um, not hundred percent sure on that. Shannon Sharp loves Mahomes. Yeah, he does. He really does. That's kind of cool to see. He's been one of the few non-former Chiefs guys that have always come to his um his defense. Yeah, they're just for entertainment. Bash the Bengals in their 3-0 BS's mindset. Bash the Bengals. I don't know what you mean by that. Uh, Andy says, playoff thoughts. You already make predictions? No, you guys have been asking a bunch of questions, so I've been reading these. Bob says, I came in late. You're on. That's never too late, Bob. You're always welcome to come in anytime. Marcus says, how do you pick the giveaway winners? It is random. That's how we've been doing it all, all year long. Uh, can't trade for him at this point. Yeah, I don't know what you would trade for him, Derek. That I can understand where you're coming from. I think he's going to have some sort of a value, some sort of a trade value. <clears throat> You've got to. I thought the running game finally got in rhythm last game, Bob says. Um... I don't know. Last game was a little weird. Uh, I mean, the, the Chiefs got like a mixture of things. They did some things they normally would not do. And I think part of it was because it was a blowout. So I hope they keep that up in a close game. 
Uh, Jacob says, why not Tony as running back with Jarek? Uh, because Tony's a, uh, a receiver. I know Pat McAfee mentioned when coming out of college, Tony was compared a lot to Tyree Kill. And if you guys recall, Tyree Kill was a running I think they... I think they use him. They switch him from running back to receiver, but they still use him a lot as a running back. Um, I'd be very curious to know if Tony is a guy they kind of use at running back at times. Which, by the way, I'm going to get to Tyreek Hill in a moment for the playoff game because the Dolphins are obviously going to be without their quarterback, and I think they've got to do something with Tyreek Hill. Uh, did Mahomes get MVP? No, but today kind of because of the all pro voting, it does kind of solidify that he, he gets it. The better question is, does he get it unanimously? Thoughts on alternative uniforms, introducing something like black or yellow helmet jerseys. You know, I've always liked the color black. I know that's not something you're allowed to really say in good old chief's kingdom. Listen, I love the colors black and silver. I really do. Like my favorite color is red. And after that, it's black and silver. Um, I really think it would be baller if the Chiefs had gold helmets, a gold jersey, gold pants, gold socks, gold shoes for a game. Like, that would be really fucking cool. I'd love to see that for a game. I really would. Um, some Chiefs, listen, people have a lot of opinions on those alternate jerseys. You see a lot of those photoshops out there. Uh, I really hope uh, they do. Look, they used to have black jerseys available in stores with like the red uh, lines around the numbers. But we've never seen the Chiefs ever wear black. So I've always wondered, like, where did that come from? I've always thought that was weird. All right. I am caught up on the comments. Finally, we're 41 minutes into the show and we have not discuss the playoffs yet we're doing that now this is why i love you guys you guys are awesome you guys always bring it for these live streams uh okay let's get back on track and do these wild card picks here seahawks at 49ers that is going to be the first game uh i'm looking at cbs sports it shows that the 49ers are 10 point favorites i think that is a bit much i think the 49ers win this game um, they've been pretty dominant with that 10 game winning streak, but I feel like the 10 points, man, I don't know. I, I think that's a little disrespectful to Seattle. I know Seattle was inconsistent a little late in the season, but they've come a really long ways. A lot of people wondered what kind of a team would they be without Russell Wilson? Obviously they've made the right choice in trading him away. Uh, I did not see that being something I would say at this point in the season, a lot of you guys are saying 49ers. Okay, uh, I'm going to go 49ers. By the way, I never even said anything. Uh, but yeah, pick along with me. Uh, I, I do want you guys to pick along with me. I, I actually appreciate you guys doing that. So yeah, pick along. Um, I like that idea. We, we, see, we're just going on the fly, making up the rules here. Just like the NFL, we're making up the rules as we go. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to go with 49ers. Brock Purdy's a nice story. I was not a fan of San Francisco this year because of Trey Lance. I Listen, I'm just not sold on the guy. When Jimmy Garoppolo uh, took over because of the injury, I thought the 49ers had a chance. When he went down, I really was scared for them. But Brock Purdy, man, um, this guy might have a chance to really do something special his rookie year as mystery relevant. Mystery relevant. So we'll see. Any thought of what day the Chiefs are playing for the division? No, Rex. Why, why do they not say that? They should honestly announce what... They should announce by now what day and time the Chiefs and Eagles are playing. There's no reason not to. Apparently, they're going to do it at some point during Wild Card Weekend. I just don't know when. Uh, but at some point, they're going to announce it. Uh, Eric Bieniemy as a head coach, what's your opinion? I mean, Jacob, he deserves it. I'm glad the Colts interviewed him. By the way, now that the Colts have interviewed him, Eric Bieniemy has now interviewed with half of the uh, NFL teams in the last, what, four or five years now. So, Okay, Chargers at Jaguars. The Chargers are one-and-a-half-point favorites, even though they are a road team. Certainly understandable because the AFC South, not the uh, not the most competitive division. A lot of people thought that the Titans were going to run away with this one. But the Titans really slipped late in the season, uh, and the Jaguars rose, kind of like the 49ers. They ended the season on a hot run. Uh, so the Steelers, but the Steelers just fell short of making the playoffs. Um, 
here's my thing. I do like Doug Peterson a lot. I, I, I love the job he did in Kansas City as an offensive coordinator and in Philadelphia. Look what he did in Philadelphia with Nick Foles. Carson Wentz goes down, and everyone thought that Philadelphia season was, was done. They Nick Foles beat Tom Brady head-to-head in a Super Bowl. And credit to Nick Foles. I think you got to credit Doug Peterson as well. I know his run in Philadelphia ended badly. He obviously took a break for personal reasons. Now he's back. And in his first year with the Jaguars, again, who had... Um, uh, who, who was the coach that got fired? Um, Jaguars fired. What was the guy's name? Urban Meyer from Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, Urban Meyer, who's had a successful run at the college ranks, you know, gave it another shot in the NFL and just didn't even come close. Natalie says, I want the Jaguars. A lot of people are saying Jaguars. I disagree. Um, I think the Chargers still have a high-powered offense here, even without Mike Williams. I like what Justin Herbert has done there in his time in uh, L.A. Uh, It's been two full seasons now. Almost two full seasons. He started in week two of last year's game. Or what What was it? That was 2020. So, no, this is this is three years now. Marcus says, I don't trust Herbert. Yeah, I know he has not been the most consistent guy. Um, Yeah, he, he's a good running back, Derek, for sure. But I think the Chargers, at the end of the day, their defense, I know, did not really live up to the hype this offseason, but I'll take them over Jacksonville's defense. And I, I like the job Justin Herbert's done. In, uh, what, the three years now. Time flies, man. Uh, So I'm going to go with the Chargers. So I'm picking 49ers and Chargers on Saturday. Now we go to Sunday where we have the triple header. Dolphins at the Bills. Do I even have to ask for this one? Earlier in the week, I did say Dolphins. But I am changing that vote because of the news with Justin Herbert. Or or, uh, Tua Tungavoyola. I heard some news that Tua was, he, he had a chance to play. So I was leaning on that. But I think at the end of the day, listen, Tua's not playing. We saw how the Dolphins played against the Steelers without Tua. Was not really good. I agree with the line at uh, minus 10 in favor of the Bills. But here's what I will say. If I'm the Dolphins, wouldn't this be the perfect time to use your week of practice and maybe transition Tyreek Hill back to running back? I'm not saying you'll get everything down in one week. Before the playoffs, it's not an ideal time. But given that you have a rookie quarterback in Skylar Thompson, uh, and I'm pulling for him because he did go to a local college in the area. He went to K-State. So Listen, here's my thing with colleges. Even though I'm a Jayhawk, I, I pull for these guys once they're in the NFL. Because um, a lot of people, I, I think, love to see that uh, success locally. Here's my thing, though. I think a lot of people still are unsure about Skylar Thompson. My thing is this. If you convert Tyreek Hill back to running back, maybe you've got a chance. Because if he's going to strictly be at wide receiver, good luck, man. You better have some short routes for Hill and hope that he and Jalen Waddle, Mike Gusecki can let go off on that defense and get a lot of yak yards after the catch. But um, I think Tyreek Hill at running back or maybe do some of those jet sweep type of plays, that's what you got to do this week. And Tyreek Hill, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw, he made a comment. Uh, that went viral saying that when he was in Kansas City, uh, he was obviously blessed with having all these uh, weapons around him. And, you know, he was a part of that as well. Now he's an underdog, uh, a situation that he is not familiar with at all. So it is kind of a weird situation for Tyreek Hill. But, man, you got to you gotta be a little creative with Tyreek Hill. We all know what, what kind of a player Tyreek Hill is, right? Like every, a lot of you guys watching are Chiefs fans. So we don't need to go into detail with this. This is a guy who can do a lot of different things on offense. If you don't have Tua, this is your chance to be creative with Tyreek Hill and all the other fast guys you've got on that offense. Giants at Vi- I'm picking the Bills, by the way. I think it's going to be a blowout. But if the Dolphins can... Uh, and listen, Mike McDaniel's a smart guy. If they can be creative, at the very least, I think they cover the spread. Maybe a chance at an upset, too. Giants at Vikings. That's a second game on Sunday. I've been on the Vikings bandwagon. I've been on the train for almost all year long. I did not expect the Vikings to be as good as they've been all year. I know they've had a couple of blowout losses against playoff teams. Uh, or not playoff teams. Uh, I was going to say the Packers, but they didn't make the playoffs. But they did have that loss to the Packers. 
they had that blowout loss to the Cowboys. I think that was the um, biggest road victory the Cowboys have ever had in their franchise. Um, so there has been a little bit of an inconsistency from Minnesota there. But I think overall, man, I would rather be, you know, it's one of those like I'd rather be with you than against you when I think of the Vikings. Because Kirk Cousins, I think he's having the best season ever. Uh, Justin Jefferson, what a season this guy. Like, if if he's not the best wide receiver, the guy's 1B behind Tyree Kill. Okay? The Giants, I think their defense has been great. And I'm happy for Brian Dable. I know he did not do well here in Kansas City when he was the offensive coordinator. But he figured it out. He went to Alabama. He went to Buffalo. This guy really did improve as an offensive coordinator. And here he is as a head coach in... A city where, listen, if you don't succeed, man, the media is coming for your head. And you look at the way the Giants are right now. I still don't know about Daniel Jones. I've been pulling for that kid since day one. But I just don't see it. I, I really don't. Um, the line is minus three in favor of the Vikings. I don't know if I agree with that. I think that's probably because the Vikings maybe slipped a little bit late in the season. Dropping from a two seed to a three seed. But if the Vikings can go back and revert to the way they were playing earlier in the year, this could be a, a blowout game. I, I I think, you know, this could be, I think the Bills game is going to be a blowout. And I think the Vikings will win in a blowout also. So I'm going to go Vikings on this one. L let me see what you guys are saying here. A lot of you guys saying, Bills, great story from the, the QBs from Osage and KC. Oh, you're talking about um, Thompson. A lot of you guys are saying Vikings. Oh, some of you guys are actually saying Giants. Marcus says Giants. Bob says Giants. Bob says it's my upset. Okay. Farzine, do you want Arizona coach to be our offensive coordinator? No. I'd rather they promote Matt Nagy if Eric Bieniemy. If Eric Bieniemy does not get a head coaching job, I want Eric Bieniemy to stay as the OC, and I want Matt Nagy preferably to stay as the QB coach. Uh, I'd, I'd love it if they could find room for Cliff Kingsbury still. Uh, but if Eric Bieniemy does move on, I think you got to promote Matt Nagy because the Chiefs did some good things with Matt Nagy in 2017. Yeah, 2017. And I think that's when you contact Cliff Kingsbury and bring him as a quarterback's coach and reunite him with Mahomes. Because Mahomes did a lot of great things in Texas Tech on offense. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Texas Tech didn't win much. Yeah, they didn't. But offensively, like the offense was not an issue at Texas Tech when Mahomes was there. No. Um, I'd love it if Cliff Kingsbury did come to Kansas City as a QB coach. I think that's uh, for sure something the Chiefs uh, would have to consider. I know that's not a priority at the moment. But I think you got to also think about that because you do know there's a chance you might lose Biennemi. Maybe a team out there is contacting uh, Nagy too for an offensive coordinator position because that is something he did a good job of when he was in Kansas City. As a Chief and Giants fan, uh, uh, but I think Vikings by six, Brody says. Cousins is really liable to throw it to the other team. Yeah, I get that, but I, I think he's having a better year than people thought. Because I remember the Vikings re-signed him in the offseason, and I thought, ugh, that's a bad move. I think I think, I think think that's I, – I mean, I, I've been wrong on that, obviously. I thought the Packers were going to be dominant this year, even without Devontae Adams, but – the Vikings were just a much better football team. I think the Vikings are the best team in the NFC. It's just, man, sometimes they just shoot themselves in the foot, sometimes kind of like the Chiefs. So I really hope they can fix those issues, clean them up, and uh, go off in the playoffs. Ravens at Bengals. Uh, I think this is another one that I think is going to be pretty obvious. Um, Lamar Jackson's not playing. The Ravens are just not the same team. Um, and, you know, you got Hundley. I don't know, man. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are going to say, well, the Ravens did win earlier in the year. Yeah, that was with Jackson. It, CBS even mentioned uh, Jackson did lead the Ravens to a 19-17 win over the Bengals. Uh, but that was in week five. Uh, week five is almost like a as good as last season, in my opinion, at this point. Um, yeah, everyone is saying Cincinnati. I don't see anyone picking um, picking the Ravens. Bengals struggled last week. Yeah, they did. Um, here's the thing, though. I, I think, like, 
I don't know if you guys remember 2013 when the Chiefs lost in a blowout to the Colts in the regular season. And a lot of people thought that two, the Chiefs would play that same team two weeks later. Andy Reid did hold back a lot because he did not want to reveal much on tape. And I know that playoff game did not end at all the way we thought it was going to end. But my point is, the Chiefs were a completely different football team in the playoffs. Um, it would not shock me at all if Zach Taylor was maybe hesitant to put some things on tape because there was like a 99% chance that the Bengals and Ravens would rematch each other a week later, which they are now. Uh, Marcus says, I picked the Ravens just to annoy, just that annoying fan base go, will go away. Oh, okay. Well, there's that. Uh, Joe's picking the, the Ravens shame about Lamar. Bob says, who do you think is going to get Lamar? I don't know, man. You think he's done in Baltimore? Um, See, it's just the guy is such a different quarterback. And listen, I give him credit. Like, he's done really well, even to this point. A lot of people said he – we talked about Patrick Mahomes earlier. A lot of people kept saying Mahomes is going to get figured out. People have been saying the same thing about Lamar Jackson. The only thing is, Lamar Jackson, unfortunately, has been dealing with so many injuries this year and last year. But I just don't know. Yeah, I agree, Derek. They can't pay him. Do not – I mean, people think that – um that the Ravens are going to slap the franchise tag on him. I don't know if I agree with that. Um, it's just, I don't know where Lamar is going to go. I, I don't know, Bob. That's a good question. I, I I just don't know. And I hate to give that answer. But to me, it's like that. Th there's a very specific style offense for him. I think he would thrive under like an Andy Reid style offense. But obviously, you know, the Chiefs don't need a quarterback. So that's not that's out of the equation. Um, I'm trying to think of like Andy Reed disciples. I mean, Doug Peterson's not going to want him. I don't know. I don't know who's going to want a guy like Lamar Jackson. Again, I think if he had like Andy Reed as his coach, I think guys like, you know, look at Alex Smith. He did much better under Andy Reed. I think guys like Tyler Thigpen, Colin Kaepernick, Lamar Jackson, th th these quarterbacks that, you know, not the best passers, but they run the ball a lot as well would thrive under Andy Reed and do better. Vince Young, I think is another good name because look at Mike Vick, how he did under Andy. Mike Vick was a far more complete player under Andy Reed than he was when he was in Atlanta. And that was, you know, while he was in jail, you know, he had to spend some time away from the game and still came back as a better football player. So I don't know, like Lamar Jackson, there's a very specific style you got to have for him. I just don't know what team is going to offer that. Matthew says the Jets. Derek says Houston. Oh, God. Who would even want to even come close to Houston? Um, Denver. <laughs> Bob says Denver. Yeah, there's a good name there. Russell. I think Russell Wilson would do well under Andy Reid, even right now with the struggles he has. Maybe the Saints. Oh, yeah, that gadget player, too. Um, what's his name? Uh, QB four saints gadget Taysom Hill. Yeah. I think Taysom Hill would also thrive under Andy Reed's offense as well. Yeah. I don't know where Lamar Jackson's going to go. That's a good question, but I think we're all in agreement here, uh, that the Bengals are going to win this one. Last one, Monday night football Cowboys at Buccaneers. The Cowboys are three point favorites. Some people were questioning this because the Cowboys are a road team. And I'm like, why? I mean, have we have people seen the Bucks this year? Um, the Bucks have not been very good this season. I remember they were like the heavy favorites before the season to win the Super Bowl. Like it was like them and the Bills and the Chiefs right behind. But man, the NFC South was just a complete joke this year. The Buccaneers won with an eight and nine record. By the way, the Bucks won with an eight and nine record. The Panthers, Saints, and Falcons were all seven and ten. Like. Those three teams do not need to do much to try to get ahead of the Bucks next year. One or two big moves could help those teams. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about here. Um, Listen, I, I'm just not... I know Brady's had a couple of nice moments, like that Saints game on Monday Night Football where he rallied. He had another game, I can't remember against who, where he rallied late in the game. Uh, But I'm sorry, I just cannot pick the Bucks 
Like their eight, their record is literally eight and nine. And I know we've had some teams under five hundred win playoff games, but I just don't see the Bucks being that team that can win. They're plus minus their net points. They're minus forty five. That's the worst in their division, and yet they won the division. Uh, what are you guys saying? Let's see. Liz says Cowboys. Derek Cowboys. Liz says Cowboys. Derek says fuck TB12. Never go against Brady, Brody says. Yeah, listen, I'll give Brady props, man. Even when you write the guy off, he still comes out on top. But I'm writing him off, man. I, I This year is way different than all those other years. 100%. Andy says T- Tampa Bay. Esther says Cowboys. Oh, I'm really surprised at how split we are on this one. Okay, it feels like we're leaning more Cowboys. Alonda, Liz, Cowboys. Bob says Bob says coaching change saying in Dallas. Brady sucks, Tony says. Bucks are playing terrible. Okay, I think more people are saying there are some people favoring the Bucks. Okay. All right. Okay, Marcus just asked a really good question. Can you really trust Dak? I asked the same question earlier this year. Can you? I guess if you're opposed, if the opposing team has a record below 500, sure. Um, listen, I know Brady's a seven-time champion. I'm aware of that. But there comes a point in time where it's like, okay, the, the offense is just not good, nor is the defense. I I, I just can't really. I, I'm surprised a lot. I'm surprised we have a lot of people picking the Bucks. Yeah, and listen, I, I still question Dak as well, but I think he can win this one. I mean, you, you got to have to. Like, if if you're Dak Prescott and you lose this game, I'm sorry, your time in Dallas is over. And I hate to be harsh like that, but here's a reality. Like, the Dallas Cowboys, it doesn't matter if you were 0-16 or 0-17 now the previous year. The standard in Dallas is always championship or bust. That's just the, that's just the standard they've created. That they've installed, okay? And if you lose to freaking Tampa Bay, who's been terrible, who's like might be the worst team in the playoffs. Okay, maybe the Dolphins because they're without um, their quarterback, but come on, man. See, I like Cooper Rush, Esther. I really do. Um, that guy should be starting on another NFL team. 1,000%. I said that during the season. Has Mike Evans been out? Okay, that I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to lie, guys, and I've said this many times. Uh, I just have not followed all these teams that closely as, as much as I used to. Tony says I'm a Raiders fan. Ah, It's okay, Tony. We all have our guilty pleasures. Uh, I'm just giving you shit, dude. Uh, but the Bucks are worse than we are. <laughs> See, actually, I would pick the Raiders over the Bucks. I kind of would. I would. No, listen, the Raiders, I mean, if my team had Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, and Josh Jacobs, man, you you got you've got to win a lot of games with that crew right there. Uh I mean, Derek Carr had nine years. This is the best offense he's had since 2016, maybe even better than 2016, but just couldn't cut it. Um, that team is a quarterback away from winning. Is Tom Brady that guy? I don't know. Sure, he knows McDaniels and that offense, but He's also 40, he's going to be 46, so I don't know. But yeah, it seems like more people are leaning towards the Cowboys, but I'm really surprised. Some people still pick the Bucks. Josh McDaniels is a loser. I, I like Josh McDaniels. I do, man. Um, I think he did a good job as an offensive coordinator last year after the slow start with Mac Jones, a rookie. Um, I Listen, I think everyone deserves a second chance. McDaniels was great really early. Uh, with the Broncos, and then just like after that 6-0 start, they just completely fell apart. Um, I, I think a lot of people were surprised too when McDaniels and the Cow- uh, uh, the Raiders agreed to a deal. Uh, people did not see that coming. So, uh, listen, I, I really do like McDaniels. Um, I hope he figures it out, but I don't know. Belichick disciples do not do well out there. Okay, so those are my picks. Real quickly, one last time, I'll go over it for you guys. Uh, uh, Seahawks, uh, uh, 49ers over the Seahawks, Chargers over the Jaguars, Bills over the Dolphins. I did say Dolphins earlier in the week because I thought there was a good chance to on my play, but that's not the case. 
Vikings over the Giants, Bengals over the Ravens, and the Cowboys over the Bucks. I have I have all home teams winning on Sunday, right? Yeah, I have all home teams winning Sunday. I have the Cowboys winning. They're a road team. The 49ers are a home team. So the road teams I have winning are the Chargers and the Cowboys. Those are my two road teams that I think are going to win. All right. Man, this is a really good live stream. I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. If you guys joined late and listened uh, to only part of the podcast, I'm about to upload this podcast uh, right after this. So um, stick around. In fact, uh, I'm going to stop the recording in a second and still stick around with you guys on the live stream. So if you guys want to ask me some questions um, after I uh, stop recording the podcast, uh, we'll do like a little... um, like an like like an after show type of deal. So I'll stick around a little bit and then I'll uh, get out of here because I'm sure you guys all have uh, better things to do with your Friday. Appreciate it, Bob. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Tony. All right. If you guys enjoyed this episode of Farscast, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, everywhere, anywhere and everywhere where you can listen to a podcast. We're out there. We're also doing the podcast live on Facebook. So if you're not on the Facebook page, Follow me, facebook.com slash Farzimvasugan. I have all my social media in the um, in the description, all the links on there. So all you got to do is tap on them, and you'll be uh, directed to that Facebook page or whatever social media you're not following me on. The giveaways are on Twitter and Instagram. You have until, what, the 25th of January. Yes, we're doing a two-week giveaway. Uh, we're, we have two winners, one on Twitter, one on Instagram. So if you guys haven't, go out there uh, and do what you got to do to enter for a chance to win. All right, I am out of here. I'm going to stick around on the live stream, talk to you guys for a little longer. Subscribe, share the links with your friends. Enjoy the playoffs. Talk to you guys after the playoffs.